0: Alabama man set to be executed, Trump not involved in McCain's ship relocation, and Google is adding speed limit traps to maps. These stories and more on today's episode of Topical Thunder. According to Reuters.com, Christopher Price is scheduled to die by lethal injection at 6 p.m. local time at the William C. Holman Correctional Facility in Atmore, Alabama. The 46-year-old Price was convicted of killing a minister and wounding his wife with a sword and dagger while robbing their home three days before Christmas in 1991. Minister William Lynn and his wife Bessie had just returned home from church and were assembling Christmas presents for their grandchildren when two robbers shut off the electricity in the home and attacked the couple with a sword and dagger, according to court documents. Seven days after the incident, Price was caught and admitted to the robbery but denied that he had hurt anyone. His partner, Calvin Coleman, however, pleaded guilty to both and is serving a life sentence. As far as Price is concerned, he will be the ninth inmate in the United States to be executed in 2019, according to the Death Penalty Information Center, which tracks executions. The Associated Press reports that President Donald Trump is staying clear of a White House order to keep a warship named for the late Senator John McCain out of sight during the Commander-in-Chief's recent visit to Japan. Patrick Shanahan, the Pentagon's acting chief, said he never authorized such a strategic move regarding the USS McCain. Although President Trump has voiced his displeasure for John McCain, stating he is not a fan, he denied any involvement with the ship's directive to stay out of view. He is quoted as saying, I would never do a thing like that. Three U.S. officials confirmed that the White House told the Navy to keep the warship's name out of Trump's sight during Trump's visit to a base outside of Tokyo. Photos from the Wall Street Journal show that a tarp was placed over the warship's name before Trump's arrival and that sailors were instructed to remove any other mentions of the name that were visible. The journal also shared that any sailors that usually wear hats with the ship's name on them were given the day off. In a comment of summation, acting chief Patrick Shanahan said, I never authorized, I never approved any action around the movement or activities regarding that ship. He later remarked the military needs to do their job and stay out of politics. As more and more states adopt new abortion laws, the obstacles surrounding these issues are only going to get convoluted and dicey. The latest concern is from state prosecutors who refuse to enforce the new laws. According to the Associated Press, they reached out to nearly two dozen district attorneys across seven states and several said they would not file criminal charges against doctors who violate the laws. Even a few who left open potentially charging doctors said they would not prosecute women for having an abortion, which some legal observers say could be a possibility under Georgia's law. David Cook, chief prosecutor in Macon, Georgia, says, I am never going to enforce a law that's unconstitutional, and furthermore, especially not one that targets women and girls. He continues, I've spent my entire career protecting women and girls and doing everything I can to get justice for them, and I'm not about to ban them now. In a recent proof-of-concept study, stem cell therapy has restored the sense of smell to a mouse. Inverse.com reports that researchers have just come a little closer to restoring the sense of smell in people who have lost it. New research in the journal Stem Cell Reports shows progress toward that goal. The following is an excerpt from writer Peter Hess summarizing the Stem Cell Report's findings. In a paper published on Thursday, a team at the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine showed that a stem cell treatment and the noses of mice replenish neurons that allow the animals to smell. Just a few weeks after spraying a suspension of stem cells into the noses of mice that had been genetically altered to not be able to smell, they observed that clusters of stem cells had grafted into the lining of their noses and forged new connections to the olfactory bulb. Tests that measure a mouse's reaction to a bad smell confirmed that the new neurons made it possible for the mice to smell. Since humans share a similar olfactory system, there is reason to believe the effects of this particular stem cell therapy would have the same results. Those who conducted the study say, Using a defined adult stem cell population, we found no evidence of tumor growth or migration of cells intracranially, at least in the time frame of this study. Production of appropriate human cells remains another challenge. Google Maps is rolling out speed limit warnings in both fixed and mobile radar locations in over 40 countries, according to Engadget.com and confirmed by TechCrunch. The features will be borrowed from the Waze app, which is also owned by Google, and will appear in the iOS and Android applications. Speed limit signs are in the bottom corner of the Maps app, and the radar icons will appear on the actual map. However, for those of you who live in France, Switzerland, or Germany, you are out of luck. Google Maps are not showing the speed limits or the radar icons because it's illegal. In fact, police in France are allowed to monitor your mobile phone to determine if you are using any illegal apps. They also have the authority to issue a fine or even confiscate your phone if pulled over. For a current generation in which phones are an absolute necessity, this is certainly not worth the risk. According to TheVerge.com, tech giant Salesforce has entered the debate over gun control in the U.S. with a policy that forbids customers who use its software from selling certain firearms. The ban applies to semi-automatic weapons, 3D-printed guns, and a range of accessories, including large-capacity magazines and devices that make semi-automatic guns fully automatic. A spokesperson for Salesforce confirmed the change to The Verge. After carefully reviewing similar policies in the industry and discussing with internal and external stakeholders, we updated our policy. The change affects new customers and a small number of existing customers when their current contracts expire. The Washington Post also curated an article naming one company that is heavily impacted by Salesforce's new policy. The Post says that Camping World spends more than $1 million a year on Salesforce's e-commerce software, according to one analyst estimate. Switching to another provider now could cost the company double that to migrate data, reconfigure systems, and retrain employees. Public affairs Directors of the National Shooting Sports Foundation, Mark Olivia, says it is a very chilling effect when a company as large as Salesforce puts out a policy like this. A policy like this is not surprising from a company based in that part of the country. He also alluded that these types of rules are corporate policy virtue signaling and discriminate against gun owners whose rights are protected by the Second Amendment. An infant girl who weighed about the same as a large apple when she was born five months ago and is believed to be the world's tiniest baby ever to survive has gone home from a San Diego hospital, according to Reuters.com. The baby, known as Sabie, weighed 8.6 ounces when she was born in December at Sharp Mary Birch Hospital for Women and Newborns. Doctors stated that the baby required a preterm birth due to growing health risks to the mother and the fact that the baby was not gaining any weight. However... Sabi did not exhibit any of the difficulties or challenges that a preemie typically goes through and was sent home this month weighing 5.6 pounds. Here's to hoping little Sebi continues to grow to become a strong and healthy young woman. According to futurism.com, there is a 15,000 square foot penthouse in Manhattan, New York that is for sale with a price tag of 85 million. Needless to say, it's still on the market. No one in their right minds can afford to pay that price. Of course, I'm sure there's someone, but why would they, right? Well, what if the purchase of the penthouse came with a yacht, a mansion in the Hamptons, and two free tickets to space? Yes, space. Broker Daniel Nettich is keeping his lips shut regarding the details of this space odyssey. Of course, he could have said a trip to the moon, and that would be a pretty definitive explanation, but calling it space is pretty ambiguous. If this deal entices you, Make sure you gather all the details before you write that measly little check. For more information on top stories, visit topicalthunder.com, a wicked groovy news site that breaks down the shocking, the amazing, the awesome, and the fun into bite-sized news nuggets for all of the other rabid news lovers in the world. This has been Topical Thunder.